Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right, a relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you Real Talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back one more again. We are back one more again. We are back. And I love that the dog <laughs> recognized our yeah. intro and is like, and oh, it's my turn to I'm leave. supposed to be in the bed right now. <laughs> she literally got up and walked to the spot that she's supposed to be in. Look. <laughs> and she know, too. She's smart. We just don't got the camera stuff up. No, we just, the lights Yeah, in. we just can't record right now. Oh, man. She's funny. She got up and walked and went and got in her bed. She was like, oh, wow, it is that time again. Oh. <laughs> That was we threw her off because we didn't set the whole shop oh, up. Oh man, she's funny. She's smart though. Very smart. smart. Yep. Um. Well, what do you want to talk about tonight? You know, I was thinking about a couple of things, and as we come to the latter end of the year, <laughs> I think that we've gone through a lot in this 2020. Really? Oh my goodness! I it's feel, been an easy year. I feel like. We okay here just to give you preface today, we were in the room and we were kind of doing some. Well, you were doing some cleaning up, I was just in the room and I looked up at my my little storage area over my nightstand and I like to keep cards up there, um, cards that you give me. Mm -hmm. And my Valentine's Day card from this year (laughs) was up there. And I looked up there and I saw it and I kind of opened it up and it said, you know, you'd like to put the year in the top corner. And it said 2020. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, can you believe this card is from this year? You was like, no, it ain't. That's from like three years ago. I say that's what it feel like. That is what it felt That's like. what it felt like when I opened it up and I read it and I looked at the top and it said 2020. I was like, oh, my gosh, it seems like. 2020 has been like 2018, 2019, and 2020 all in one. I agree. Um, I agree. But anyways, to answer your question, I was thinking, and and as I was thinking, I was like, man, 2020 has flipped a lot of the things that I have been accustomed to doing or that I was doing in reference to you know my my health our finances just relationships in general like 
personal growth opportunities, personal development. And I was like, man, none of that has been the same this 2020. Mm-mm. And I was like, well, let's talk about that. How do you know we reclaim ourselves after 2020? We're coming up to the latter end of 2020. Thanksgiving is coming up and Christmas. And before you know it, this year is going to be over. How do we start to prepare ourselves now and not wait for January 1st to start to reclaim ourselves after 2020? And I just kind of wanted to talk through that with you, I guess, just for us. And, and hopefully people can take away something from it. Hmm. Um, I definitely know I'll start off with the health. Like, obviously, being at home Mm -hmm. i was gonna say stuck at home i kind of stuck at home but being at home and things kind of being closed down and not having opportunity to do some of the things that we normally did or that was a part of our routine when we're talking about health wise like physical activity Mm -hmm. i don't think i've done anything intentionally that i have normally done as far as strength training cardio training i mean we go for walks you run in the mornings mm-hmm. i just can't get out and run my knees bad so i like to get on bikes mm-hmm. i don't have a bike um i like to row i like to do things that is not as strenuous on my knee but i haven't done anything strength wise or cardio wise since everything shut down and i was just like man i can tell yeah like physically i can tell just in my movements, when I try to do something, like I'm like, oh. Well, you're like a weekend warrior, right? Right? Because like you get a lot of workout in on the weekends when you're like out in the backyard doing stuff, but during the week. Yeah, nothing. In the weekend, I mean, th- those projects aren't really. I mean, I do. They are workouts because I'm moving around two by sixes, six by sixes, four by fours. Mm-hmm. I'm shoveling. I'm doing a lot of things. Right. But it's not like the like workout. It's not consistent. Like consistent. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to regardless whether things are, are still the same and we are having limited opportunities to maybe get into a gym, which I like working out in the gym mm-hmm. or, or doing things like. Yeah. I think it's really important to work out and to do what's comfortable for you. And I know I'm saying that from like a place of privilege right now because my comfort in workout is transitional to anywhere where I, because I'm a runner and that's what I enjoy most. So it doesn't bother me. Like I like to go to the gym if I have the opportunity, but it doesn't bother me if I'm not lifting, which it probably should at this point. But, um, I also know that there's value in like, I know in the very beginning, I think we talked a little bit about like health and self-care in the beginning of like when we started just staying home, when everybody started staying home. And the message was that like you find and do what works for you in your space and like edit what you need to do in your space. So I think it, I think, but I think it's like a both and like both things matter having routine that you care about and can be consistent with. And also if you cannot get to the gym, like, I mean, for everybody out there, COVID numbers are on the rise and 
if it's not safe for you to go to the gym or you don't feel comfortable going to the gym, like I think that there are definitely ways you can modify your workouts at home. Yeah, but still, like, and and, and I guess I'll be on the other side of what you're saying for me and, and my challenges and, and some people may be able to relate to them. Like, it's tough, like being at home all day mm-hmm. and then trying to switch and like do those things after being home like the gym was my place to like get away yeah um so that's what's been really tough for me because i'm here and then it's like you can always find things to do yeah and i know a lot of people are like yeah i love working remotely or working from home but for me that hasn't benefited me because it's almost like because you're home and because everything is from computers or cell phones people always feel like they have access to you so you're like always on yeah that's true um and and then you're sitting in front of a laptop all day like that's where my work gets done at because Mm -hmm. uh, you know i'm executive level so all of my work is done in front of laptops i'm in zoom meetings and yeah it's, it's like i find myself working beyond the normal hours that i would if i was in office because i would just leave Right. Go work out, get some exercise in and would shut it all down. But um, like you were saying, find what's comfortable for you. Like it's like I'm at home and then I'm still at home to try to go work out. It's tough. But when we're talking about reclaiming yourself Mm -hmm. for 2020, I'm going to intentionally find ways and things to do to improve and increase in that area of my life because I know I need to. So I did one heck of a job outside with putting down that turf. Mm -hmm. If I have to go out there and and do something on the turf, like that's going to be something that I I set aside to do. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good idea. You just have to vacuum the acorns off of it first. Yeah, girl. (laughs) That's right. Vacuuming works on turf. If you have turf, vacuum it. I probably probably looked the fool this morning, though, with a vacuum cleaner on our turf outside. It looks like grass. That's what we got. But vacuum it, (laughs) empty out the little dispenser, and keep it moving. But I think that that's one of the things that I would encourage everybody to do. If you are relating to me right now, you're just like, man, I just haven't found a time when opportunities are different or they're not there. I'm struggling. Make sure you find time and make sure that you find ways to incorporate that back into your life or um, incorporate it consistently into your life. Yeah. Because it matters. I also think it'll help with that mental piece, too. Yeah. Um, that's the primary reason that I run. It's, I mean, yeah, <laughs> at this point, that's the primary reason that I run. Yeah. I should be running more for like physical benefits. Yeah, but, but it's mental. It's really mental. That's where right the now. walks come in. That for me, it's kind of like walking away from everything. Yeah. Or running away from everything. It's yeah. like getting away from it. Um, it does help. And, and we have been taking some walks and I need to do it more. To just walk away from the computer, to walk away yeah. from the, the tedious um, work that I'm doing or to walk away from, you know, work or eating lunch. Like 
people just expect just because you're in front of the computer, you're at home, like they just schedule. I don't know how people are scheduling meetings and stuff during my <laughs> lunch now. Like everyone knew when I was in the office, like don't bother Daryl doing his lunch. Uh-huh. I have it blocked off. But now they're just like, oh, I know he's at home. and I know he's in front of his computer. Let me just schedule something for him. And yeah. they're scheduling on top of my lunches. I can't believe I'm allowing people to do that. Hey, if you're listening to this and you work with me. Uh. Don't get your feelings hurt when I stop accepting your lunch meetings. Uh, it's, it's, am I, tell no, me. you're right. Like, you're here too. Yeah. It's two o'clock and you're like, did you eat lunch, bae? And I'm like, did you eat lunch? Uh, you like, no. I'm like, well, no. Uh, we both have the same problem. Um, but yeah. yeah, definitely that. So health wise, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that that's one area when you're talking about reclaiming yourself. Well, I think it's one of the more, I think it's one of the easier ways that you can do that. When you're at home um, and you can't leave, I mean, even just the fact that you said, like, take a walk is just a complete, like, mental reset because I think that it can get really tedious to be sitting in front of a computer. I know, like, we even ordered the blue blockers, which actually work really, really well. I was very skeptical at first when we got them, but they've been working really well, and it's just, like... The fact that we even have to order them probably means that we are spending so much time in front of the computer that we weren't used to before because that's primarily where all the work gets done now. Yeah. You know, but taking the walk, taking that mental break. I mean, yes, physical is super important, but just to continue to like function normally at a mental capacity. Yeah. So when you reclaiming yourself after the 2020. Make sure you're taking care of your health, physical and mental. Um, another area that I, I definitely think that us as a family, um, that I at least think that, you know, we have to focus on and kind of exert some new energy into is our, our budget, our wealth. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when 2020 hit, like so much change and mm-hmm. we just was like going with the flow with our budget. The kids were home for five months, mm. so feeding them, our mm. utilities skyrocketed. Oh, my gosh. How we were buying groceries for every three, four weeks mm-hmm. and stocking the fridge and then food was going bad and we mm-hmm. were trying to eat it and trying to keep up. And, and I feel like our, our finances kind of just took a turn and and I don't want to say for the worst, but, but we had to adjust and it's just kind of been a frenzy for me um, mm-hmm. because I do a lot of the the like tracking mm-hmm. and stuff for us. And it's just kind of been like a frenzy of just keeping track of where it is coming in, where it's going out, how much our, you know, our budget that we had in place and where we had to move some things around and adjust and adapt. And right now, like I'm in a, a, a vulnerable place just for me. Uh, mm-hmm. with our finances just because nothing is established nothing is like budgeted and everything is just kind of like taking it week by week i don't like that but um as we get ready to to come out of 2020 i think that adjusting it if it's for a short term or for a long term I think I'm going to sit down and really take some time to focus on how we can restructure our budget so that there is some type of consistency or some type of framework for how we are using our our money. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people can do that because 
what I keep hearing from a lot of people um, that that I follow is like they're waiting for this second stimulus and stuff. I'm like, no, nah, don't wait for that second stimulus. Take mm-hmm. your finances that you have in place right now. Refocus how you're budgeting. Refocus the framework to how you're using it. And let that work for you and in your favor as opposed to waiting for a second stimulus. And them $1,250 go so fast. Good <laughs> Lord. I feel, sure you have kids. Oh, my. I feel, like I, put, I feel like we put that all back into utilities, though. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, we put that yes. back into utilities and um, data for up in our our internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, true story. Yeah, as we're talking about reclaiming yourself for twenty twenty, um, definitely the the finance piece, the wealth piece. I would say if if you're not struggling and you figured it out, then good for you. Kudos. Um, DM me some of your strategies so that I can take a look at those as as we sit down and, and review ours and try to create a new framework with, um, you know, with the kids and different things that they're doing and the transition for Anna out of um, VPK into mm-hmm. kindergarten and then the extended day programs and all of that stuff. Like it wasn't a smooth transition. It was just kind of like. All right, now it's this. Now it's that. Is she going to school? Is she not going to school? Mm-hmm. You know, fix up lunch. Now we got to pack her lunch and send her lunch with her and yeah. stuff. So um, that's definitely an area that, you know, that I want to take a, a better look at. Um, what about relationships for you? How has the 2020s, the 2020s, the 2020s, uh, <laughs> even though it's just been a year. How has that impacted relationships for you? Um, I don't know. I haven't really gotten to think about that. I think that like, um, I would say for us maybe because we're now we're together. The kids do go to school because we have to work. Um, so they're both out of the house. So we're together all day long. But we're really not. But together, we're not though. really together. <laughs> I feel like I just aggravate you all day long. Oh, <laughs> that's what I feel like. Why? Because like you are you, you go harder than I do for work. I do. I go very very hard for work. And not to say that I don't work or I don't you know do things, but it's like I, I'm very strategic with placements of meetings and things that I do. So that I can try to step away from the computer or when I'm yeah. coming out. It's like you go anytime I come out of my little office space and I like cross you or, or I look at you or if I make any noise, I'm just, I feel like I'm always like you go hard. and I'm just like, dang, I'm just going to interfere. And then I don't want to like make too much noise. I'm like, is she on a conference call? She had them little headsets in all day long. Then I'm like, is she on a conference call? And then I go with her and I wave it and she's like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. and she pointed at me I'm like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Like, cause she wear the headset. So I never know. <laughs> and she be looking and she always looking at the screen cause she always doing something, but she go hard. But, um, yeah, nah, we here together, but we not together. Yeah. Yeah. I get you on that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, um, pro- I don't know. I was like, it's probably about the same. It's probably like a one-off. Like, we're always here, but then we just don't really see each other still. 
Like yeah. we do, but we don't because we don't really have time. Like if I'm in a meeting, you're not. If you're in a meeting, I'm not. But also like the stuff I do is heavily like my entire job is project based. So I always have something that I have to like finish or a deadline. And so even if I'm not in meetings, it's like I may as well be in a meeting. <laughs> yeah. But then um yeah, I don't know. And then I think just like 2020 has just brought about a lot of um clarity for just who I feel like as a family we can trust and rely on in terms of like how people feel about um things like Black Lives Matter and their stance on like social justice issues. Um, and so I think that's just brought a lot of clarity. So it's almost like I approach a lot of relationships with a lot more caution now, if I'm not a hundred percent sure where they stand or if my family would be welcome and or safe in their presence, then, um, I'm just very cautious, a lot more cautious than I used to be. I think. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm the same way, like coming out of an election year and right, yeah. And then and social media, like it's pros and cons because it gives you opportunity to stay connected and to share things, but also the con side is it keeps the door open for a lot of just unnecessary drama and like you yeah. said, figuring out those people that you want to engage in the relationships with and those people that you don't feel like it's worth your time and energy or if it's just not benefiting to us mm -hmm. for us to engage in relationships with them yeah um and locally just the social distancing piece and things like that yeah it's, it's made it tough because there are some people that we usually hang out with that mm -hmm. we just keep saying oh my gosh when this is over we're gonna get together and it's just yeah. like oh we just been saying that for a whole year right or like we're gonna do this soon but then one of us leaves town and then has to quarantine for 14 days yeah and by the time that's done then the other family leaves, leaves town, town and has and to, quarantine. to quarantine yeah right like it's just a whole different world right now yeah one of the things though that that i've been doing a little bit more um, as far as relationship wise is like you said after identifying those people and even some people that I am close to that I know are in my corner or support me or um, you know love me for me is just reaching out to them more like via text like people yeah. so I just be randomly texting people when I think about them you know how sometimes people are like oh man I thought about you the other day when they're talking to you but you know, the other day could be like three weeks or a month ago and, and you they don't you don't know that. Yeah. But now if I think about somebody and, and I know it'd be freaking some people out and, <laughs> and I'm just like, I hope they don't be like, oh, what 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 do you need? No, nah, we ain't about to know, you know, I yeah. ain't about to buy no T-shirts or, you know, what I'm saying like I, <laughs> I hope that they know literally when I when I be texting people randomly, if you listening in and I text you randomly, let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> You literally cross my mind and as opposed to me not saying anything and then talking to you a month, a year later and be like, oh, man, you know, I thought about you a couple of times last year. or I thought about you last week or last month. When I think about you, I'm shooting you a text. I'm like, what's up? I don't need nothing. You ain't even got a reply. You cross my mind. I'm thinking about you. You somebody that I care about. 
And, and that's that's what I've been doing a lot of. And sometimes people hit me back and, you know, you get that awkward pause before they reply back because they trying to figure out like, what's going <laughs> what's on, why, <laughs> why he texting me, you yeah. know, and then they be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Three hours later, I'm like, I know you got my text when it first came through, <laughs> but I don't need nothing. I just thought about you. And then they be like, oh, cool, man. I appreciate you checking in. Um, yeah. But that's one of those things that I've been doing. So if I could leave a recommendation or tip, a suggestion for you, try it. When you think about somebody or somebody crosses your mind um, or come onto your heart, as my mama would say, you came to you dropped in my spirit. Um, you know my biggest problem with this? What? Is that when I think about people, the only time I ever think about them is like when I'm driving. That's oh, like when my, that's like, my, right. Like that's like the number one time I was thinking about a good friend of ours. I'm like, we haven't talked to him in probably like a year and a half now. Um, and I was like, oh, I should text him and just see how he's doing. Like he was getting ready to get married. And like, I, like, I don't even know what happened with that. And by the time I got home after picking up the kids, I you totally forgot. forgot yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I know. I know. Like, I literally just thought about it again when you we were talking about it. It's also to text him tonight. Well, now but... you know. Yeah, text him yeah. tonight. 9.30 at night. <laughs> yeah. And I... Sorry, man. Yeah. I'm about to say, he going to be like, why you I know. about me at 9.30 at night? <laughs> if he got married, his wife would be like, who texting you at 9.30 at night? He going to be like. He'll open it and be like, he, oh, be like, April. <laughs> nah, he going to be like, oh, April, she said she was just thinking about me. Why is she thinking about you at 9.30 at night? I'm sitting over here like, I approve. I approve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, recommendation, suggestion, tip. If you think about somebody or somebody across your mind or you haven't touched somebody in a long time, like don't feel awkward. Don't feel weird. Shoot them a text message. Um, if you want to take it a step further, give them a call and see how they're doing. Um, I, I think that they would appreciate that, especially during these times. Yeah. The last thing, um, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that, that I can probably talk about tonight forever. But the last, I guess, big thing that I was thinking about is 2020 has really slowed down. I think for both of us, but I'm just going to speak for me and I'll let you speak for you. Has mm-hmm. slowed down like that personal development, that personal growth, mm-hmm. like drive. Because I always feel like I'm like hustling and bustling or either trying to recover but we used to be real big on that, you know, like I have a couple of books that's just I've been meaning to get into. I just haven't because I'm working and I'm tired and we got the kids. And it's like you find all the excuses to not do anything to grow personally hmm. or develop personally. I guess you can't say that because you always sometimes it drives me crazy because sometimes I want to talk to you, but then I'm like, whatever, she got the headphones in. You still be listening to them podcasts all day. I saw her in the kitchen and she was in there just laughing and I didn't know she had the headphones in. <laughs> He's like, what's and so funny about like, dinner? <laughs> uh, what's going on in there? And she didn't respond. And then I look, peek around the corner and I saw the little headphone hanging down. I'm like, oh, she got the podcast in. Um, but me, I really... And, you know, I haven't really been doing that much of that. And and I feel like that was a big part of, of my life. Yeah. Um, just continuing to grow and learn things and, and explore things. Um, yeah. 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 I, was, I mean, I respectfully disagree <laughs> with that. 
<laughs> but maybe that's just for me. You disagree with what? Oh, the personal. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to do that. No, 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 no. I not that I don't need to. I think that um, you've been getting it in. Yeah, I oh. think this year I've seen exponential personal growth in multiple ways and in multiple areas and just by like jumping on opportunities as they come my way. I think one of the things that we've talked about like as a couple and as you like support me and then as I support you in things is like to not be risk adverse. And there's been a lot of things that have come specifically to me, but also to both of us that were just like, um, not be risk adverse, like jump at the opportunity and, you know, see what might come from it. Um, and I, I mean, I've seen, I see this happen in our business and at yeah. our full-time jobs and in, I don't say extra, like co-curricular things that happen. Yeah. Um, I know I've taken, and I don't know, this also might just, it honestly might just like point to my privilege, but I've really taken a lot of time this year to learn about the things that impact our family and impact me in terms of, um, like understanding more so racial and social justice. And Mm -hmm. for me, that has required a lot of learning because I don't have the lived experience that you have. And so, you know, diving into history, diving into theory, diving into philosophy regarding this stuff has really opened, like, uh, it's been a lot of personal growth and development for me as a, as a person. So, um, not that I, I know where you're coming from. I know, I understand what you're saying. And I also know that for both of us, and I have seen it with you too, as long as I guess it just depends on what you identify as like personal growth and and development. Um, but I think that it, it definitely has happened. Yeah. Um, and for me this year, for whatever reason, it's just been like exponentially more than ever before. Yeah. I feel like, I guess, yeah, I have grown professionally or professionally, personally. Um, and there has been growth. But I feel like it's like, I just been out here just trying to make it. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how I feel. Like, I'm just like, I'm just trying to make it. You know, somebody be like, hey, D, how you feeling? I'm maintaining, man. I'm just out here. I'm making it. Yeah. Out here in these streets. That's how I felt. Um, I felt like a lot of the the things that you're talking about and, and not to take away from from your growth and your learning. Um, it, It's just been kind of like refreshing or like with because i spent a lot of time in that same area that you did with the you know the social responsibilities and um Mm -hmm. and it it wasn't so much of like personal growth for me like not in something that i chose like i'm gonna grow grow and educate and learn in this area it's kind of like oh my gosh i'm these tax forces, the you gotta go do something. You gotta sit in front of this group. You gotta mm. do this. Like so, it's like let me make sure I'm up to speed on on how I'm going to approach this group. How can I make sure it's the best experience for them? Like nothing has been yeah. really f- for me. Um, is how I feel because I feel like I've done a lot of that same work that you're talking about. But that's not when I say personal growth and development. Like for me, that's not personal. That's like. 
God, I got to go educate somebody else. So let me yeah. refresh and get up to speed on on. Well, also think about how our identities are so different, where for me, it's like learning, I'm expanding my knowledge base. And for you, it might just, it's either refresh and sometimes it might be re-trauma. And so like, I don't want to take that away either because, you know, especially in terms of social and racial justice, um, me learning theory and philosophy is like, you spent time in, um, remind me with John Lewis. Mm Mm-hmm. Remind me what that program was. Freedom School. Freedom School, right. Like, so you don't need, this is like refresher for you. For me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I never need, it's literally like eye-opening for me. So I kind of soak it up like a sponge, right? But, you know, I also think there's times, I, I was really like, I don't know. I was like, well, I'm an analyst, so I can work from anywhere, which is true. Um, and I almost made it a challenge when we had to go into like working from home of like, how do I make everything that I do the best that it can be just as like a, because I like to win things and I'm, I like a challenge. (laughs) So I was challenging myself to provide the best service in my analysis. I was challenging myself to like do all these things that didn't necessarily come along with like my job that I do But in doing that, at the time, some of it was annoying because I would set this high standard and then I would tell, for lack of a better term, a client, like the client, the person I was working with, uh, that this is what you're going to get. I would have to live up to that. And so at the time, I was annoyed by it and I'd push it off my plate and be like, okay, I'm done with this project. And now looking back, I'm like, I learned so much. Like I taught myself so many new skills. I learned so many new things that apply to my job that I can take moving forward now that I was almost like unintentional personal growth that I can always carry these skills with me. Yeah. Well, dang, I feel like I'm slacking. You just out here just growing. (laughs) I'm just like, I need to improve in this area. But you know what? That's all good. I like to hear that, though. That's inspiration for me to, you know, that was a little push that I needed because she out here in these streets like thriving. And I'm just like. (laughs) Hey, everybody, guess what? If you need to do something to reclaim yourself for 2020, <laughs> you need to do personal growth and development. She's like, uh, nah, speak for yourself. I'm out here developing, growing, <laughs> and thriving. So, Well, what I don't want to take away is that that's probably true. The way that you may be feeling right now might be true for a lot of people. And, um, I'm very much, I was telling a couple people the other day this, like, I'm very much a silver linings person. So, you know, even if something, I know that's very annoying sometimes. And I know that's like, (laughs) I know not everybody can see that way or like even has the privilege to see that way, but it makes me take almost any circumstance and reflect on it and be like, okay, a, what did, what did you learn? Can you apply it moving forward or not? And what do you take from it? And so I think that, you know, even that recognition of it's like we talk to our students about transferable skills in the job of like things that they don't even know or that they didn't even know that they learned. They go into an interview and they come back and they're like, I bombed it because they had no idea what to talk about. They didn't know to talk about leadership or the skills they learned because they didn't think they learned anything. And then we have to push them to reflect on what it is that they learned and they reflect on it. They're like, Oh, you're right. I did learn that. Oh, you're right. I did do that. 
Oh, that's right. Okay. So it's almost like a time of intentional reflection. And I'm like, where's the good that came from all this? Well, I'm reflecting right now and I ain't did nothing. I ain't grow. You were so full of it. First of all, <laughs> let me, he, first of all, let's stop being humble because I feel like you could, you basically took on an entire new career as See, a landscaper in her backyard. <laughs> that's, you talking about personal, like, I want to choose something that I want to do and that I want to <laughs> personally grow in. Like, you gave me a job to do. And in order for me to complete that job, not because I chose to do it or it's something that I didn't even want to do, but because you wanted it or we thought that it would be nice. I'm like, well, let me go out here and tackle this. I figured out how to do it. But I mean, I guess it's, it is some form of, of personal growth, unintentional personal growth. There you go. I want to choose something that I'm like, all right, I'm going to go read this book or yeah. or I want to learn how to do this. I really didn't want to learn how to build a retention wall. Yeah. I don't care. I, I hope I never have to build another one in my life. I didn't want to have to learn how to code qualitative analysis, but That's I did. That's your job. You get paid <laughs> to do that, though. You know but what you I'm know saying? saying? about silver yeah. lining? Okay. You get you paid know. to do that. That's I, true. I, ain't get pay, I, ain't get, I actually paid <laughs> to build a retention wall. Are you serious? <laughs> Come on now. But anyways, though. But it's all good, though. I get what you're saying. I'm so happy for you that you had a year of growth and a year of personal development. Um, I'm going to do better. I'm reclaiming myself after 2020. I'm going to do better. And I'm going to find something that I want to do and personally grow in the area. I'm going to get me a coach because there's something that I've been wanting to do for a while and and some things that I've been dabbing in. I just need somebody to just kind of coach me through it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop spending all this money in the backyard and spend it on the personal coach. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Um, anyways, uh, as you're you know moving through this year, we're mm-hmm. coming up on Thanksgiving and we're coming up on Christmas. Then this is going to be 2021. Um, even though things may be tough and things may be different and they may still remain that way in 2021. Um, just start right now. At focusing on how to reclaim yourself after 2020. You don't have to wait until January 1st to do it. Start thinking now. And we talked about a couple of ways that you can do it. But anything that we didn't mention that you want to do or you have goals or ambitions that you want to do some things new in 2021. Like start now. Start planning for it now and start thinking about it Um, because that's the most important part. You got to position yourself. And you don't have to wait until the new year to do it. Start now. We talked about health, the physical attributes, the mental. We talked about wealth and finances. We talked about relationships. Um, and then for me, uh, not for April, for me, the personal development and growth. <laughs> um, those are just some of the areas that you know I look forward to reclaiming myself after 2020. Um, and whatever that looks like for you. I say go for it. Start positioning yourself now. Don't wait so that once, um, you know, you have the plan in place, you can start to put in the work. So that's it for me. I don't know if you have anything else that you want to add, Miss Personal Growth. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm start calling you Miss PG, not pure garbage, but Miss Personal Growth. Pure garbage. No, no, no. That's what it is. When you hear somebody say that's 
PG. That's pure garbage. What? But you ain't never heard that? No. Oh, well, I had to talk to you about that off air. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I'm going to be like, Miss Personal Growth over there. And look at you thriving. Uh, <laughs> you got anything else? No. All right, that's it for me. All right. Until the next time. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch our antics, and we also provide closed captioning. And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at successinblackandwhite.com, or you can reach out to us directly on social media. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.